0: I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own
1: Wacky Wednesday. Wacky time. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a fail. I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to start these.
0: We'll scratch that one off your list. <laughs> okay. Good <laughs> next. Okay. I wouldn't do much better.
1: Do you want to go first? Sure. Go ahead. All right. I found this story from the New York Post. The headlines read, the bandages are off, but the charges are sticking, which sounds like something I would write. That sounds like a home alone something. Oh. A 39-year-old Alabama woman by the name of Iconic Face, face with two Cs, was found guilty on two counts of armed robbery after holding up the Mississippi Bank, Bank Corps South in Gulfport on March twenty second, 2019. She robbed the bank to help fund her plastic surgery. The bank, of course, had a hidden alarm that was activated, but she fled the scene. The bank employees told officers that she approached a teller window and handed a clerk a note that read, You have one minute to give the money. Do not be wrong or die. What? Yeah. No weapon was seen or shown, but the teller recalled that her face was swollen as though she had just had a cosmetic operation done. The entire robbery was captured on their surveillance system, and officers found an abandoned Cadillac near the bank, which they traced back to Iconic Face. Turns out, she took the money and fled to Mexico. Well, I guess she didn't really flee because she was going there anyway for a nose job. Yeah, (laughs) And she allegedly did some sort of procedure to her lips and cheeks. It's hard to know for sure because she had already had plastic surgery. Her face was already swollen. Because she just had surgery. She just had other stuff done, yeah. So she was detained on March 30th, 2019 at Houston's George Bush Intercontinental Airport after re-entering the country. This wasn't her first robbery either. When she was 26, she was found guilty of another robbery in 2009, where she was sentenced and served 51 months in federal prison in that case. She reportedly stole $10,000 to pay for her gender reassignment surgery in 2008. After release, that's when she changed her name to Iconic Face. So anyway, after the robbery in 2019, she was trying to be low-key at the airport, and she had bandages all over her face and was easily spotted. They were looking for someone who just (laughs) cosmetics I can't. I know it's like what else do you do you just had and I can post a photo she's wearing gauze on her nose and stuff but she should have stayed in Mexico for a few more weeks they tracked her using her phone why didn't she ditch her phone I'm not Criminals condoning robbery Criminals. I'm not condoning it but like did she think she was gonna get away with it if she was caught the first time they're not the smartest y- you don't stay in Mexico a couple weeks longer Plastic surgery is very expensive, but don't rob a bank. Maybe don't her face bank. got
0: jacked up in the surgery that she had, and so she was trying
1: to get the money to fix it. Desperate people—it's do- hard to say. Yeah. And iconic face requested to plead guilty before her slated trial, so she was sentenced to the maximum term of fifteen years on each count to run concurrently, mm-hmm. and. Just so we're clear, I'm not saying the transgender part of this case is wacky. Just the whole bank robbing, fleeing to Mexico for a nose job, coming back in bandages. I don't care what you do to your body, but don't threaten bank tellers. They don't get paid enough. For no. All. <laughs> no. Could you imagine being a bank teller and or a gas station clerk? Are you constantly like, "I'm going to get robbed today"? Seriously. I would be like the. Couldn't handle it. I would be like the liquor store clerk in
0: that movie Super Bad when she was like, I'm not dealing with this. Mm-mm. You don't pay me. I enough. just walk out. Mm-mm. That's what she did. You can and have she, just, it.
1: she just left. That would be me. Like, Take it I, all. Don't care. Don't care. Goodbye. I also have a few plastic surgery fun facts for you. What? Yeah. So Give it to me. You never have fun facts. Uh, I know. I did it this time. The most common plastic surgery – I mean, I'm sure you're going to guess this. Per- Brazilian butt lift. No. Performed nationwide is breast augmentation, oh. where surgeons surgically increase the size of the breasts. Any guesses on how many are done each year? Worldwide. Worldwide? Na- sorry, nationwide. Oopsie. Nationwide? <laughs> nationwide. 200,000. Close. 300,000. <gasps> yeah. <sighs> A body lift is considered to be one of the most risky procedures for patients because it's actually several things in one. The surgery involves lifting the belly, buttocks, thighs, and genitals at once in an effort to improve the overall shape of the body. If you have a fat can cat, run, oh, you can get it <laughs> fixed. You can get anything fixed. You can, if you don't like, there's, I didn't write this down, so I don't know the details. There are so many, I don't want to say weird, but So many different types of plastic surgery. You can get your palm redone to where your – like when you get your palm red, your lines, they line up differently. What level of vanity is that though? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Well, in terms of face, one of the most dangerous surgeries is the orthognatic surgery. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it involves reshaping and restructuring the jaw. Several critical blood vessels are in that area. So the room for error and complication is very small. Like, you go the wrong way, it's eh. Many patients suggest that the Brazilian butt lift is the most painful surgery. But if you think about it, you have to sit. And if you can't sit, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of things on you that you have to use all the time. I don't know why
0: anybody would do that. I just don't. I mean, no, no shame if you've had it done, but... It just looks and seems very, very painful. Well, I've
1: heard the recovery is very long, too.
0: I had a friend who had just a tummy tuck, and she said it Ugh. was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like, they pull it tight. It's no joke. Staple, like, cut the excess skin, new belly button. I'm, yeah. I don't feel like I hate anything on my body enough
1: to go through a procedure. It's scary. Yeah. I'm also terrified of surgeries and being put under and needles for God's sake. So I'm not. Yeah. We're not, not your uh, target audience for plastic surgery. Well, during the Renaissance period, plastic surgery was often carried out in barber shops. The barbers who worked in the shop were expected to know how to amputate people's limbs and pull teeth and know how to cut their hair. And these workers were referred to as barber surgeons. So keep that in your log of trivia fun facts. Benito Mussolini and Adolf Hitler used plastic surgery to create a more quote-unquote perfect soldier. They would fix drooping eyelids and anything else that made a soldier appear weak. Can you believe that? A droopy eyelid? If their soldiers had some type of bodily thing where they're like, no, that's not a perfect looking person. Can you imagine having to get plastic surgery for... Being an, in the army, I mean, good lord! No. I mean, it was Hitler and Mussolini, so I guess no, any, n- anything's possible. But yeah, those are my my fun facts for you. Well, here's
0: mine. Okie doke. A Rhode Island woman's true crime podcast became all too real when she was reportedly driving to work and found a barely clothed man in the back seat of her car. What? According to the Easton Police Department, on Monday, August the 22nd at midnight, officers went to 2 Belmont Street after a woman called police to say there's an unknown man in her vehicle. Uh. Police learned the woman drove from her home in Providence, Rhode Island to Easton, Massachusetts for work. And when she parked, she saw a naked man in her back seat. Mm. Amanda Keene works as an overnight delivery driver. Police said Keene started her car around 11 p.m. and went back inside for a short period of time for it to warm up. Not unusual. Mm. Police reportedly believe that this brief time span was when 21-year-old Jose Osario got in the car and fell asleep in the back floorboard. Mm. She was... Tuning in to a true crime podcast episode <laughs> on her headphones, which is why she didn't
1: hear or notice him. Oh, she was on headphones in the car. Oh, Maybe gosh. her radio didn't work. I don't know. I, hey, I, I'm there where I only have radio and I can't listen to Bluetooth, and I have a couple of times yeah, popped in my popped earbuds. In your earbuds. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, they did not know each other <laughs>
0: the woman or the uh, naked man. No. According to a statement, he was only partially clothed when officers found him. He had a pair of shorts around one leg and a shirt wrapped around one arm, leaving the rest of his body exposed. Ooh. He was extremely intoxicated and later learned he had consumed alcohol and marijuana earlier that evening. Sounds like a party. He was drunk (laughs) and high and half naked. And he probably was like, I gotta fucking lay down somewhere. And just the car was running and warm. And so he opened the door and got in. I'm strictly speculating. She said she initially heard a moaning sound and rolled down her window to see if it was coming from the outside. But after hearing it a second time, I realized it was not coming from outside, but inside my truck. No. She said, I wasn't scared at first. I was
1: mad. <laughs> oh, my. That would be you. You're like, I'm, yes. I'm on my way to work. I'm on my way to Are work. No. going to Sick
0: of everyone's shit. <laughs> If he hadn't made a noise or popped up while I was driving, I could have crashed, she said. Ugh. Like there are so many what-ifs that play out. Well. The man was arrested for breaking and entering in a vehicle in nighttime. He also reportedly had an outstanding warrant in Cranston, Rhode Island, for another breaking and entering charge. She says the whole situation definitely made me more thankful for life because it could have gone very bad. Ugh! Could you imagine? No, I would.
1: Someone just being in your backseat. My body, my my soul would leave my body. Your body would leave. My body your would car. leave my body. <laughs> my soul would leave my body. My body would leave my car. <laughs> my car would leave the road because no one would be driving it anymore. Imagine! Oh my gosh. Okay, I have another one.
0: It's not a wacky, but it's a quick update um, on the JonBenet Ramsey case. How is there an update? I don't know that it's necessarily an update, but it just got released. Something has happened. Okay, so DNA evidence that was gathered under JonBenet Ramsey's fingernails and from her underwear did not match that of her parents or other people close to the families, according to newly uncovered documents. Despite the apparent lack of proof, police in Colorado for years. Continued to insinuate that the parents were under an umbrella of suspicion. According to a new book on Lou Smith, the late Colorado investigator who spent many years trying to solve Jean Bonet Ramsey's murder until his death in 2010. So this new book is called Lou and jean Benet, A Legendary Lawman's Quest to Solve a Child Beauty Queen's Murder by John Anderson. So, this John guy was a friend of this Lou guy. Okay. So, he, it's it's set to be published on February 28th. And if you have no idea what this case is, where the fuck have you been? John Monet Ramsey was a six year old who was reported missing by her mother, Patsy, from the family's home in Boulder on the morning of December 26th, 1996. Hours later, the girl's father, John Ramsey, found her body in the basement. An autopsy revealed that she had been strangled and suffered a blow to the head. John and his then-wife Patsy's initial reluctance to cooperate with the police, as well as evidence, including a bizarre ransom note in Patsy's handwriting found at the scene, drew the attention of investigators and the media. It wasn't until 2008 that JonBenet's dad, John, and her mother, Patsy, who died of cancer two years earlier, were formally cleared as suspects after DNA from an unknown person was discovered on the girl's pajama pants. For the past quarter century, the Boulder police have ignored the DNA evidence that exonerated the Ramseys and could have been used to identify her killer, Anderson, a former sheriff writes in his new book. The crucial January 1997 DNA report came from Smith's personal files. The document states that evidence found under her fingernails and underwear did not match members of her family, family's friends who came to the house after her disappearance, nor the Ramsey's housekeeper or her husband. So, she was murdered in December of 96. They knew in January of 97 that none of that DNA matched any of those people. I thought
1: that was already out. In
0: 2008, it came out. Okay. This was a month after her murder yeah.
1: that they knew yeah. that none of this yeah. matched,
0: but they still continued.
1: Oh, you're saying that? Yes. Okay. I was like, I so thought that was already a thing. they okay,
0: redacted yeah, that yeah, information. Yeah. It was proven back in 1997. Mm-hmm. So they redacted that and kept pushing and trying to pin it on the parents and refused to investigate any other leads and anybody else. They were trying to make it stick on the parents or
1: someone in that. This is a, this case could be like a million years long. Oh, yeah. Just us talking about it. But I have heard that the trace on the underwear is so small and that typically this can happen Mm -hmm. in like if you buy underwear from a store. Let's just say you buy a a thong at Walmart Mm -hmm. and you put it on, blah, blah, blah. That can have traces of mm-hmm. other people's DNA mm-hmm. on it mm-hmm. from being manufactured and stuff. Mm-hmm. So some people have speculated that it could be, like, not a person that contacted her directly, but potentially, like, but, touched the underwear. But this is DNA from underneath her fingernails. Do we know what it is? Like, it just is skin? It, is it, like, skin cells is it, or whatever? Yeah, what, I, I do don't we know, know what, it what is? specifically it is. Because um, that also doesn't have to necessarily – I mean, if it could have been under her nails, long kids have. Dirty well, I mean, they hands. were at a Christmas party, so yeah, you know you're what I right. mean? Yeah. so it doesn't nest. To me, sure. it doesn't say that's the killer. It, it, it's something that needs to be looked it at. It Brings up, yeah, other possibilities. Yeah, yeah. But it opens up doors. But sure, yeah.
0: So during his time, he spent investigating the killing. The detective floated the theory that jean Bonnet was murdered by an unknown intruder, but the Boulder Police Department continued pursuing the idea that the girl's parents were responsible for her slaying. Frustrated with the course of the investigation, Smith quit after 19 months. Mm -hmm. At this point in the investigation, the case tells me that John and Patsy Ramsey did not kill their daughter, that a very dangerous killer is still out there, and no one is actively looking for him, he wrote in his resignation letter in 1998. So the DNA test results were sent from Colorado's Bureau of Investigation. To the lead detective, Thomas Turullo, on January 15th, 1997, a lab report was not shared with the county prosecutor for several more months. Mm. In December of 2022, Thomas was temporarily suspended and transferred to night patrol after failing to investigate cases between 2019 and 2022. So, he's mm. not doing his job. Yeah. Bonet's father said that he did not learn of the DNA test results for a very, very long time. So they had them, but didn't tell the parents. It didn't fit the narrative that one of us was the killer, he said. They did eventually notify the district attorney about six or eight months later. So it's not good. Hmm. In October, Ramsey appealed the Colorado governor, Jared Polis, asking him to compel the Boulder Police Department to hand over any and all DNA evidence to a genealogy lab in the hope of identifying John Bonet Ramsey, which is shocking that they haven't done that already.
1: There are cases like this that ha- it's so much time has passed, there is DNA, it makes no sense. But look at Golden State. I know. I- it's like, why would you not automatically
0: turn that over to a genealogy place?
1: Because there are people
0: like you who put their DNA Mm -hmm. out there, and it's like even twenty degrees of separation, you could find out who. I would sleep better. I'm just saying, yeah, if I knew, yeah, a if these were alien spacecrafts that are flying over, that's another story,
1: or b who killed JonBenet Ramsey? They're Mm -hmm. right up there with me, together with me. It is. I mean, and it's one of those cases that if you're interested in true crime. I feel like every single person has a biased opinion at this point, one way or the other. Like, it's kind of hard to change people's minds. But the truth is, no one knows. No one knows. Well, except who did it. I mean, well, or if there were accomplices. They, but I mean, like, yeah. all of us have so many opinions and theories, but we don't actually know. Well, I thought it was the brother. And then I read this, and I am wrong. Mark your calendars. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. Cause Do you not have any speculation? Oh, well, I mean, I thought probably it was similar to what you think. Yeah, I mean, I thought... I thought something happened, and he hurt her. It was an accident, but the parents tried to cover it up. One, My mind could be swayed based on new evidence, obviously, but one thing that I cannot get over is that ransom note. I believe Patsy wrote that. Well, and I do, too. Why did she write it? I don't think she killed her, but I think she wrote that letter. I think, they reference – have Have you heard about how they reference a million, like, movie quotes and the quotes are movies they own or posters in well, their and house? Well, and then the money that she requested or that – we don't know for sure that she
0: did that. We're just speculating. Yeah, sorry. But that in the ransom note, the the amount of money they asked for was the exact amount of his Christmas bonus. Mm-hmm. So, it's like – it wasn't just a random number – very specific to what he had just
1: got for his Christmas bonus. So and there are parts of it, it does sound the way a wife talks about their husband. Yes. I just, there's... But, I think she did too. But why? Because I think
0: she found her and panicked. Yeah. And wrote it,
1: well, it's just like the pineapple thing. And maybe even, oh, sorry, y'all, this is a, we're going down a rabbit hole here. Maybe even, this just crossed my mind, she worried that they would be uh targeted as suspects and then she wrote that to th- i don't know yes. i mean that's making a 100%. mess out of it uh, and that's if, if it, guess that's what? what happened
0: that made a mess guess what now you're even a bigger suspect Because yeah. why the fuck did you write this
1: note i mean everybody has their own way of writing yeah i just i cannot there's no part of me that thinks someone else wrote that no me either but i, I want to know why I just told you, Lacey. I know, but like, <laughs> I want to know the definitive. You know, <laughs> like I we'll want to know. I know we'll, we'll never, never know. know. She passed away. We'll never know. Uh, yeah, Good grief.
0: We got off on a whole
1: thing. That's a tangent. Thanks for coming to our jean Bonnet Ramsey corner. Oh boy, Th- this is the this is the type of thing that causes true crime people to fight. I've seen it, where there's like it was an intruder. It was a I- brother. Yes. And i we all have our opinions, like I said, but the fact is, we don't know. No one knows. We can think we're smarter than every detective that examined the case, but we don't. I like to pretend, but the truth is, I don't freaking know. I will say they botched it. Totally that's random. that's a whole other rant. Totally random.
0: Um, you know, since we're talking about cases that are make you go down rabbit holes, this whole Murdoch stuff, I'm not going to bring it up. Because this episode would be 300 years long. However, I do want to point out, I was talking to this woman at work today, because she always asks me about true crime shit and what's going on and all this stuff. And uh, she asked me about what I thought about the the Murdoch case. And I was like, I covered that case in July of 21. For real. It just happened. Not even all the shit that is going on happened. Mm -hmm. I called it two years ago that this case was going to blow up and it was insane Mm -hmm. and there was so much more and look at everything that's come out. Yeah. And it's still coming out. Craziness, bomb threats, court had to be evacuated. It's just insane. So you heard it here first, folks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shameless Shameless post. Go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> You're like, there's timestamps, timestamps. Time I have it. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, anything wacky while we're anything happen to you? I don't have anything.
0: I my dog's on my nerves. I Same. love her. Same. She apparently has storm anxiety. This is mm. new to me, and I'm gonna have to get her puppy Prozac or. My dog's on Prozac. And you can't tell. I'm just kidding.
1: I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> listeners are like, "What normal?" So the we got on me. we got ourselves two crazy year old dogs that, mm-hmm. and it's news to me that that's still like a puppy. Yeah, I was like, "That's an adult." It's not. No. 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 It's not. I've googled how many years will it take my dog <laughs> to calm down. <laughs> Like, oh my god. What am I We have toddlers? What have I done to myself? I have a toddler for the next probably five years. Five it's, years almost it, well, like a perpetual toddler. When are they I don't know. Online some people are like, I don't know. I can't. Everyone has a different opinion. Anyway, this is has been a wacky. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>
0: Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.